ML Nation, episode 294. Don't try and be the best out there. Just be the best that you can be. And then you've done everything properly. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chess. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. MLM Nation, do you want the next 12 months to be your best year ever? Then you must attend... Our training event, No BS, No Hype. You could attend either the one in the Gold Coast, Australia on May 12, 13, 14, or our USA event in Los Angeles next year on February 23rd to 25th, 2018. These three-day events feature not only me, but you also learn from seven-figure and multiple six-figure earners. And right now, you can save up to $400 with an early bird price. Just go to mlnation.net forward slash events. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan, and let me ask you, what's your purpose and vision? My purpose in doing what I do is to have a positive impact as many lives as possible, and that's why I founded ML Nation. Now, I'm loud and proud to be in the network marketing profession because I have three beliefs. Number one, network marketing allows us to fulfill our unlimited potential. So write that down. Number two is network marketing allows us to give back more. And I want you, whatever success you have, to give back more. Number three, most important, network marketing allows us to be a better leader at home. It allows us to be better parents, a better spouse, because we're always leading by example. You can take the lessons you learn from these top leaders, from myself, and apply it back to home. And our mission at ML Nation is to empower 10,000 distributors to achieve a full-time income. Now, ML Nation, you must have a clear purpose and vision, because otherwise, you'll never do the uncomfortable things that are necessary for success to happen. That's why your purpose and vision is so important. It's what's going to pull you and motivate you. And before we start today's show, make sure you check out our partner, Networking Times. If you like ML Nation, you'll love Networking Times. Each issue is packed with amazing training stories, just like MLM Nation. Go check it out at mlnation.net forward slash times. And now, I'm super fired up. Let's go to today's training. ML Nation, this is Simon Chen. I am fired up to bring our special guest today from the Gold Coast, Australia. We have Megan Wolfenden. Megan, are you ready to make it happen? Let's make it happen, Simon. Isn't this technology awesome? It doesn't matter where we are in the world. We can share incredible stories. And you are fantastic. Thank you, Simon. Oh, thank you. You are the guest here. By the way, Megan Wolfenden is originally from Sydney, Australia, and relocated to America to start a career in banking and finance. While in America, she also started to build an investment portfolio of real estate and other assets such as gas, oil, and gold. But this was during the internet. She had the internet boom and then went bust in the early 2000s. And that's when she discovered network marketing. Now, thanks to MLM, Megan was able to almost immediately retire from the workforce. She now has built a million-dollar business that operates in over 23 countries. Today, Megan's an award-winning businesswoman who travels around the world teaching people how to build their own business and reach their full potential. She's also Amazon number one best-selling author of the book Extraordinary You, A Woman's Guide to Having It All. So Megan, I've just given ML Nation a brief intro, but please share a little bit more about your background and how you came across network marketing. Thank you, Simon. I love telling my story and I think um, stories is where people really get to connect with uh, different people in the industry and learn what they can do and how they can also achieve. So my story, as you said, started in California when we moved there from Australia and uh, we're in uh, in high tech and uh, my mother-in-law sent me a book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Now, I know all your listeners know that book and I was intrigued. I loved the book and it turned out Robert Kiyosaki was doing a seminar in San Francisco, so I went along. Whoa, did that change my perspective and I realized that, uh, you know, I needed to think a bigger dream. I needed to um, understand that there was so much out there, so many ways to achieve your goals. And so, we started following his advice and the number one thing for uh, Robert is you've got to build businesses because that's how you get out of the rat race, right? So I didn't have a product, I didn't have a service and I'm thinking how can I build a business? 
And in March of 2006, I was at one of his uh, lectures. Um, we'd gone for a three-day conference and uh, it was very hands-on and very intense learning about business. We were learning about shares, you name it. And I sat next to this lady who is also, you know, one of your speakers, an amazing lady in the, in the industry. And she said to me, Megan, you have got to hear about network marketing. She said, I've been in for three months and I'm earning $2,000 a week. And I thought, wow, you know, that that's impressive. And I just took photocopies. It was, you know, before anybody had spiffy websites or anything like that. I took photocopies with me and I read them in the morning in the gym and then I handed her my application because I thought for the price of enrollment, I, you know, that was a couple of books. I could learn something. And little did I know that that was the start of something amazing. So did you have success right away? How did it work? You went, you basically just got uh, kind of enthusiasm on fire, right? You got started, you joined right away. Uh, what happened the first couple of weeks? Well, you know, I'd, I'd actually been talking to a lot of my girlfriends about real estate and gold and silver and, and oil and gas. And we were trying to work out, you know, how we should invest our money, how we should build our portfolios for our future. And um, we were all employees when we were talking. So we'd started this little community of people that wanted to, to do more and to achieve more. And so I basically went straight to my girls and said, look at this. This is amazing. You know, we've got an opportunity to build a business without risk without having products or services already, without doing all the back office and, and all of that um, marketing materials. I said, let's, let's have a look at this. And we just fell in line together and um, we had so much excitement. As you said, we didn't know what we were doing. We, we really didn't know anything about building network marketing businesses or anything like that, but we were so excited. We were a team and we all had a common goal and that was success in our business. Hmm. So you had uh, success pretty quickly. What do you think, why did you have success while a lot of distributors, especially some people may be watching this or listening to this, they struggle. What did you do differently? I, I didn't make any excuses. No excuses. I was out there to share our products because I believe there was a need out there in the marketplace for health products. And I, I think that network marketing companies have to have incredible products or they don't survive. So any of the network marketing companies out there are in health, I think they have amazing products. So I think people need to get behind their products and, and see that they have a solution. They have a solution for people's health if they're in the health industry. They have a solution for people's future, for their financial future and a way to get out of the rat race. You know, people sometimes look at the big dollars, but I tell people start with $500 a week. An extra $500 a week is going to change people's lives. And most people can see how they can do that in their business pretty quickly through a combination of retail customers and then distributors and then those distributors starting to take off. So even before you think about building a big business, just start thinking of building a business. Now, for some people, their belief in themselves is quite low, and so I think they might even start at a $50 a week pay rise. So wherever they're at, I say, people, just get out there and start getting that pay rise because if you had to do that in a work environment, if you had to go to your boss and ask for a $10,000 pay rise, I mean, you only get one chance a year of that to ask for a pay rise, but very rarely would it be something extraordinary like $10,000. So I think... For, for new people starting out, realize that any income you earn is a pay rise, and that's to be grateful, worth being grateful for. And if you can do it, you can teach other people to do it. And of course, the more people you teach, the more successful you become. Mm, definitely. So when you said no excuses, give an example where, and maybe this would be a harsh reality, where you didn't make excuses, but a lot of people are making excuses. All right. Well, okay. Let's face it. There are a lot of companies out there. And you could say there's too much competition or you could say, no, there's enough people out there no matter what the competition. So I know that if I walk outside somebody's front door, if I go see a new prospect and then I walk outside their front door and I show them five houses to the left and five houses to the right, there are new prospects right there. There's already 10 people you go and talk to. And I can guarantee that less than one out of 10 of those people will already be in network marketing. So it doesn't matter you know, people can make excuses about too much competition or they can say, no, it's great because now people are starting to understand how incredible network marketing is and uh, people are starting to look for a network marketing opportunity. So you've got the yin and the yang there. Do you make it an excuse or do you make it something that helps you out in business? Hmm. Uh, another excuse might be, 
um, your children. You know, are you making the excuse that you need to pick your children up, drive them around, be here, be that, do whatever? Or are you saying your children are your reason for building a business? And it doesn't matter what age your children are. You can tell them that you are doing this for a goal, for a purpose, and you involve them in the goal. So you can tell them, you know, one day I'll take you to Disneyland. Let's set a date for that. And that means when I go out of an evening and go and share this business opportunity and I have to say goodnight to you early or I have to leave you with, you know, grandma or a friend, then I'm going out because we are working towards that Disneyland goal. So are your kids your excuse or are your kids your reason? Yes. And, you know, you, you talked about, a, you brought up a good point where there's a lot of companies out there, right? There's two yeah, ways to look yeah. at it. You can say complain is too hard, com- com- you know, too much competition. Or you can say MLM is really popular now. Otherwise, there wouldn't be so many companies, right? That's right. There's not many t- tape, cassette tape player companies out there right now, right? There's not That's many right. CD player p- people who make CD players right now, right there. So it's, a, it's always two ways to look at it. And don't make excuses. No. Right, and, and network marketing is a delivery method the same as any other business model, right? So what you want to do is get passionate about your company and about your products and about what you do to help people. Mm, definitely. Now, what would you say um, is my favorite question, your worst moment in network marketing? You've been in profession for over 10 years yeah. to the point where most people maybe walk away with it, especially you come from a – you had a pretty high-paying salary job. You know, you were investing – what was your worst moment? Um, I have to say uh, my worst moment happened in Malaysia. I was helping out one of my leaders and um, we had a few people that she was personally going and, and uh, talking to and I was going around with her. And we went to a lady's house. This lady had just had a baby and she was looking for something she could do from home with the baby in tow. And um, so we went with her knowing that we were giving a network marketing presentation. My friend hadn't seen the baby yet, so we took a gift. And, of course, we were very, very interested and excited about her baby. But when the baby went off to sleep, that was our time to talk about the business. Well, interestingly, her husband came home um, from work early and he thought we were just there to, you know, see the baby. And when we started talking about business, he was most offended and unfortunately he kicked us out of the house. And, you know, that's embarrassing because we were there with the right intentions. She totally, you know, asked us to come to talk about the business, but he kicked us out. Now, what effect that had was the leader that I was working with was really heartbroken. She was very, very upset and um, that had a, a possibility of, really um, infiltrating the whole team over there and affecting everybody. So I had to work really hard to to fix that situation, to make her realize that these things happen. You know, it, it's not nice to get kicked out of somebody's house, but things are going to happen along the way. There's at no time in any business, in any business model, is it all going to be smooth sailing. And uh, so those are just some of the things that happen. You do get kicked out. But I do have a funny story about something that happened. Yeah. And that was that my um, mother-in-law, who's also in business with me, we went driving so far. We went for a three-hour drive to go and meet this prospect. And it was some a prospect of our downlines. And um, our downline had asked us to go out and meet these people. And they'd had a really good rap. And these people were living in this very remote property, massive property. And they were living on a tiny little in a little trailer in this house, so we in this on this property. So we went into the trailer, and suddenly, you know, as we're starting to give our presentations, the chickens came in. Obviously, the dogs and cats were already in, and finally, the goat came in, and the goat started eating all of our all of our display. <laughs> no, we didn't end up sponsoring those people, and and it was you know just one of those times when you you put aside seven hours to go in talk to somebody and, and nothing came of it except a good story when, you know, the, the goat's eating all of our all of our samples and everything. But, you know, that sort of thing just happens. Where, where was this where the goats came in as a prospect? Oh, yeah, hey, out back Australia. Out back Australia. Out back Australia. Interesting. So yes. how do you keep yourself going? I mean, these are two stories of like mental toughness. Like you get kicked out right. and you go to you drive seven hours and end up, Obviously, very poor prospects. You're distracted. Goats coming in. How do you keep yourself going? What's the self-talk? The first thing is you got to laugh. 
you know, how good a story is it now that I've got a goat story, right? Um, even getting kicked out, uh, it, it wasn't out of bad intentions or anything like that. So you have to know that your intentions are good, that you are driving towards your goal. And the most important thing is to know that your goals are in your heart. Why are you doing this? You're doing this to reach your goals. Now, whether your goals are to to help your team, to, to reach your own um, business levels or to have enough money to go out and help the community in other ways or, you know, to, to achieve those things that you talk to your children about. Whatever your goals are, if they're in your heart and you understand that nobody ever became successful without challenges, then you're able to just keep on going. Mm. From Irene Kim, she says, I'm a single mother who's starting from the bottom again. How do I stay positive in this with little to almost no income? Yeah, it's a great question and it does help if you have a, a partner in crime, an accountability partner. They may or may not be in your business but just an accountability partner and I usually recommend that's not your spouse but an accountability partner who understands that you're working towards goals and knows that sometimes you just need a hug or you just need a pat on the back because you really are out there trying to achieve your goals. So if you are somebody that's starting out and your income's very low, find ways to do the business that don't cost money. And I, I'm using the local library as a great example. In every community here, and I'm sure everywhere, the local library has free or very cheap courses and free meetups. And so you can go to the local library and get to know you know, more of your community and suddenly you have more prospects. Now, every prospect is important to you um, when you have to earn that extra that extra income. So right now, if today you earn nothing this week, how can you change that to be next week you earn that first level of retail sales or that first first order bonus or whatever it is that your company offers? How do you go from where you're at this week to next week to get that pay rise? And in the beginning, you know, some of the pay rises might not be very big because you might have one small product that's got a very small retail markup for you or that gets you a small first order bonus. But any increase in salary, any increase in income is fantastic because if you can do it once, you can do it twice. If you do it for a dollar, you can do it for ten dollars. If you do it for ten, you can do it for a hundred. And so there's always a way to keep on growing your business. As a single parent or if you've got a, a, a not much income, you can find it difficult sometimes to, to stay motivated. The, the trick is to work harder, faster. So if you're doing something once a week at the moment, try doing something two or three times a week mm. and that will triple your current results. Mm. But also when you're moving fast, you then start your team moving faster. So if you've got one person um, coming in a week and suddenly you've tripled your results, you've now got three people coming in the following week or nine people the following week, if you're tripling your results, um, things will happen faster for you. So it might be about your the amount of time you're putting in and just double or triple that if you can and speed up the income producing activities. Definitely. Really good stuff. What was a aha moment for you? Like a light bulb moment for you? Uh, like when the, then the business really, really oh. took off for you? I tell you what it was. I had gone, once we got into the million dollar earner mark, I'd gone into management mode. Mm. And here I was telling people that they had to sponsor, that they had to start their new distributors off correctly, blah, blah, blah. And I realized that my personal sponsoring had dropped to a third of what it had been when I was, you know, in that build mode. And I realized that I've always got to be spending 50% of my time prospecting and sponsoring. And that way, the team can see what I'm doing and they'll duplicate that. So my aha moment was when I realized I'd gone into management mode instead of growth mode. Yeah, always you have to always be personal recruiting. Yeah, right. you got mm-hmm. it, Simon. Yeah, yeah not absolutely. Now let's share a little bit um, about Builder internationally. You built a business of twenty three countries, and you actually said that you're very good at expanding to Asian countries, even though you only speak English. So, That's what right. what tips can you share? How do you grow international? Well, I actually go looking for the communities um, different of uh, different countries within my city. 
So obviously there's some fantastic Asian, uh, you know, Chinatowns around and Japan towns. And so I will go into those different communities and start talking to business owners. And it's, you know, it's quite cold calling, but it's so satisfying because I get to meet, uh, you know, people of new cultures. And, and I think just embracing new cultures and, and, and interacting with people that, you know, you might not normally meet is so exciting. So I make an effort to go into different communities within my city. And um, that is how I built my initial Chinese um, a Chinese group was simply by going into Chinatown and um, and meeting some of the business owners and it would be a regular thing we'd go for a Sunday yum cha and things like that make it a family event at the same time and just get to meet people from new cultures now as I've met people from new cultures we've helped them build their businesses locally and I've trained the leaders. So as new leaders come up in my country, I train those leaders. And it naturally then starts to expand internationally. So I didn't start going to um, Asian countries until I had some leaders in my hometown who wanted to go as well. And we teamed up and we did the circuit. And, um, you know, they would often translate for me and, uh, you know, Basically, people wanted photos with their upline and uh, we, it just expanded from there. So I find that by going and meeting new people from different cultures within my local community then expands my business. Mm, that's definitely. And by, by the way, those who don't know yum cha means dim sum. You need to lose, yes. lose Chinese dishes. <laughs> that's an excuse. Great food is an excuse to build in China. <laughs> that's right. It's great food. So how do you support them? Do you just work with the local uh, leaders or do you actually travel, do webinars? Because I know sometimes internet is a challenge for those countries, correct? Yeah, it's a bit of everything. But we do so much on WeChat and WhatsApp uh, because, you know, they're, they're, uh, they are in all the Asian countries. So it depends on which team as to how I communicate. So I have to be really flexible. Obviously, we, you know, can't do um, so much Facebook and uh, we can't do YouTube in China. So we come up with different methodologies. And then I do um, sort of the overall um, training and motivation. Uh, but then the leaders over there or from here who speak the various languages translate it and then copy it out there and, and get it to the team. So that means that more than anything, I'm spending time in the large events and um, having a translator with me. Good stuff. Now, um, let's transition a little bit to uh, recently you came out of a book, which is, oh, yeah. right, your, your book there. Talk a little bit about your book, uh, The Extraordinary You. What's it about? I mean, what was your vision? What motivated you to write it? And what, what is it about? Yeah, thanks, Simon. I found that I was doing a lot of personal development training with my team because a lot of people hadn't been exposed to personal development when they started joining me in business. And so I was going back to basics and talking about self-esteem, personal development, goals, visions, mission statement, um, the importance of reading incredible books and the importance of having a plan, a, a 30, 60, 90 day plan. And I thought, you know, I'm teaching this um, same thing over and over, which I just love to do. But I thought if I had it in a book, then that's something that people can take away and continue working on. And it just came together, you know, after all the PowerPoints that I'd done and all the talks that I'd done, the book pretty much wrote itself. But I happened to be in California when I wrote most of it because one of the things my family loves to do is ski for a month in Squaw Valley in Lake Tahoe. Mm. And uh, it was one particular season where, and I mentioned this in the book, we organized for a house and that house ended up getting sold. So they helped us rent another house. So we got an upgrade and that house ended up getting sold. So they gave us an upgrade to another house. And we stayed in this most magnificent chalet. It had nine bedrooms and it was just dream material and it just looked straight up at the mountains in Squaw Valley and you could see people coming down the main slopes and it had a fire pit and you name it, absolutely exquisite. And I was so motivated then to put everything down on paper. So um, sometimes I'd come home from a, a morning ski and I would just sit and write and it, it really feels like it was meant to be because we were put in that position where we had this incredible house and 
goals just come true. You know, goals come true when you work towards them. And that was the time when we were just in the right place at the right time and magnificent, magnificent things happen. And I think magnificent things happen when you're on the right path, when you're headed in a direction and, and you've got this vision of where your life is going, it all just unfolds and, and presents itself in front of you. And so the book came out of that. And I always think that when you're in the zone, incredible things happen. And that's when your business grows too, when you're in that zone and focused on what you want to achieve. Mm. How do you stay in that zone? What do you do? Do you have any rituals or routines to stay in that zone? Sometimes. Um, I get, well, you know what? I get the most out of sponsoring new people. When I sit down with a new person, might be way down deep in my team, and I sit down with a new person and I ask them their goals and I ask them what they want to achieve and we start working together. I am so jazzed by that. Every new person presents this amazing, you know, new perspective. It's exciting. It's why we're here. We're here to help people. And so I get my most enjoyment out of starting new people. And then it's those people that just keep calling excited and giving you new testimonials and, and saying, oh, wow, I'm going for this level or I'm winning, going to win this holiday or things like that. That's when I get so, so, so excited. So if I find that I've woken up in the morning, and I'm just not quite on my game. Um, I just pick up a book or I listen to an audio. Even, you know, like stuff on MLM Nation is fantastic because everybody has a down day. And if you start looking at some videos or something just to remind you, you know, what other people have done to get there, you just get your motivation back. Mm, very, very good stuff. Um, really good. And and uh, ML Nation, we will include uh, the link to get Megan's book on the show notes page, or you can go to Am Amazon, right? Just look for Yeah, Amazon has got my book, Extraordinary You. So you can definitely go check out a copy there. If you Thank you. Uh, let's uh, share another story. What would you consider your proudest moment in network marketing? Yeah, my proudest moment was in Macau. And we were at a massive function. I don't think very many people spoke English. And the whole event was in, um, in Chinese, but in the front row, I had seven leaders. And, ah, oh, you know, that was just, it, all the travel and, and, and everything, just looking at that was all worth it because those seven people had achieved incredible results. And they'd grown, you know, most of them I'd known for about three or four years and they'd grown. They, some of them hadn't, you know, I hadn't even played golf or, or anything and they wanted all of that on their special video and so they went out and got new golf clothes and started, you know, living some of their dreams that they'd always wanted to do and I was so proud when those people were all sitting in the front row and were up telling their story because they'd really reached some significant results. That was number one. Number two was when my two boys got up to speak about their um, about their year, about the experiences they'd had with all the travel that they'd done as a result of our company. And, you know, it, I was so proud because, A, they could stand up and talk on stage. B, they understood goal setting. They understood how they got there. But they also realized that, you know, it, it takes work. And it takes gratitude. And they understood that um, that one day it was going to be their responsibility to provide for their family and take responsibility. And, and you know, just all up, having your family there, all of that. I'm so proud of all of that. That is really cool. You know, I love network marketing. One of the reasons why my beliefs is it allows us to be better parents, right? Yeah. Because we're leading by example. Like your boys are yeah. seeing you. You have a gratitude, you know, just seeing you that takes work, you're working hard, and also about goal setting, setting goals. And these are things That's you don't right. teach in school, right? That's and right. As leaders, we got to lead, uh, lead by example. Not only are we leading in the business, it's allowed us to be better leaders at home. And our, our second generation, our kids get to see that, which is really, really what the world you're is so about. Right. Yeah, it allows you're us so to right. and, and at school now, you know, they set goals for school, they set goals for sport. And then they, they, they say, can, you know, can we go here as a reward? And so they work towards that. They want to go on a, a soccer camp to Germany. Mm. And, um, you know, it's a $7,000 a soccer camp. And, and I actually said to them, you know what? It's your job to earn the money. You've got a year. You need to go out and earn the money for that soccer camp because then it's, it's 
um, it means that you've done the work, you've earned it. And even though this business would allow us to pay for it, I think that the kids now understand that it is up to them. Of course, they've got the parents who will help them, but it is up to them and they need to go out and show that they that they deserve it and that they're, they're trying to earn it. So it's, goal setting is just fantastic for kids too. How old are you two boys? They're 12 and 14. Yeah, that's really cool. Now, yeah. in your um, years in network marketing, you've had a lot of years. What, how have you seen the profession change? The technology has uh, changed significantly, and I think that that has just been so much to our advantage. And I'm in the habit of always wanting to pick up the telephone, and I always used to teach pick up the phone and have a conversation in person. If you're inviting somebody to an event or what have you, have a conversation in person. But my team has changed me because there's a lot of you know people in their 20s now who communicate solely through texting and messenger and all of that sort of thing and so they will invite each other to a meeting actually by text and uh, it works because that's what that uh, age group is used to and how they communicate and also they've got that level of trust built up so the technology is quite phenomenal and videos like the ones that you do Simon how often you know you can get up and learn something new if you're having having problems with something with prospecting or scripting something, then you just get onto MLM Nation or anything and just learn it on a video. So I think the technology is amazing. But what I've seen is that um, there's a real maturity in our leadership. I think that the leaders now understand that it's our job to help people no matter which company they're in. It's our job to, to get the information out there so that people can be successful because when the whole industry is successful we all benefit but it's time you know the leaders are so successful in MLM now that they know they have to give back and so I think there's been that real um, opportunity for people to help more to give more and so I see that's been such an amazing thing for the industry and the way the industry's growing I think that you know just the way products are getting out there and and you know the paperwork is so low now because it's all the companies do all that uh, work for us. I think it's just fantastic, absolutely amazing changes, and I can't wait to see what's ahead of us. Do you see people more open to network marketing than before, or has it been relatively uh, the same? Totally, totally more open. Um, 20 years ago, you know, it was like, oh, you know, don't talk to me about that, and people had stopped even saying why they're inviting somebody somewhere. Now, we're telling people, we're inviting you to this fantastic business opportunity. We're inviting you to see these amazing products or services. Come along for an hour or two. Come and meet all the leaders so you know you know who's involved and make a decision. And I think it's so open now. Um, people are coming along and saying, well, let me have a look and, and you know I'll have a think about it because no longer are people stuck in the mindset of a nine-to-five job. That That's not people's mindsets anymore. People are out there thinking, how can I make a difference? How can I combine my goals um, into everything that I do? Um, and, and learning and education and different times in our lives because, you know, people might have had a job for a long time and then say, okay, I, I need to change that now. I need to change my lifestyle or for my benefit of my health or so that I can semi-retire. So I think that everybody's open to it. Everybody is um, thinking about how they can incorporate network marketing and MLM into their lifestyle. And I think it's just wonderful. Want to grow your business faster and make your next 12 months your best year ever? Then you must go to our training, No BS, No Hype in Gold Coast, Australia, or No BS, No Hype USA in Los Angeles. You've probably already seen on Facebook what people have said about our training workshops and events. And now I'm bringing my No BS, No Hype training to two major events. Number one, for my friends down under in Australia, I've got something super special and exciting. We're doing our first big event in Australia in the Gold Coast on May 12, 13, 14. This will be at least 10 times better and bigger than my normal workshops. Go check it out at mlnation.net forward slash events. And for our friends in North America and Europe, our, our next event will be in Los Angeles in February 2018. This three-day training event is on February 23rd to 25th, 
2018 in Los Angeles and will feature not only three days of training for me, but also seven-figure and multiple six-figure earners. And right now, you can save up to $400 and get your early bird tickets at mlnation.net forward slash events. If you listen to ML Nation, you already know how the major breakthrough for almost all the leaders came at an event. And right now, it's your turn. Go make the best investment you can do today and attend No BS, No Hype. Just go to mlnation.net forward slash events. Hey, before we go to the end of the show, some really quick questions uh, to pick Megan's brain. It's my favorite part. So the first question is, what, and this could be really quick answers, what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? Well, I like to keep it simple because remember I am talking to people in multiple languages and it's got to get translated. So uh, in the words of Nike, and my kids understand this completely, just do it. Yes, no excuses, just do it. Just do it because there'll be times when you think, oh, I could do this, I could do it. And you know you've got to focus on your number one action item from your goals and you can turn around and just do it. Or the phone's sitting there and somebody might be procrastinating, calling somebody, just do it. You know, whatever it is, just get it done because you know you're going to feel great afterwards. The other one, Simon, and I know that you'll feel this because you travel a lot, there'll be times when there's so much on my plate and I come back to this little mantra, the important things always get done. Mm. And sometimes I'll add a little extra onto that, the important things always get done and I can sleep on the plane. Yes. <laughs> now, I know, Simon, that on the plane, you're filling out your thank you cards and your welcome cards and your Thanksgiving cards and all of that. Um, but sometimes I'll, I'll just do an all-nighter and uh, then I'll head off to the airport knowing that when I get on the plane, I can just take you know a power nap and, uh, and, and regroup. I love it. Just do it, right? <laughs> Hey, um, Can I ask you a question, Simon? Yeah, sure. I want to know what the next five years looks like for you. Ah, that's a great question. Okay. So really about the vision of ML Nation, our vision is to empower 10,000 distributors to achieve a full-time income. Collecting these testimonies, whether through the podcast, through our free content, or through our, my coaching and mastermind programs. Uh, right. Really helping people live a life that you have, Megan. You know? And then for five years also... Um, for me to really make a bigger impact on the ML profession, bring people from the different companies together. So I think there's still some people that oh, this is my company. And there's a feeling like if you left, you know, people leave companies, they join another company, there's competition. We're not competition. No, you're like, they're not competition. Like, you're downlines, we think there's competitions. There's all these new companies coming in. They're not the competition. Like, if those people do well, we all look, all do well. Right, the competition is really the lies from corporate corporations, complacency, laziness, or the myth of like retirement income being secure. That's the competition. Or video games, distractions, online, whatever websites, cat videos. That's the competition that's distracting people, taking people's attention. And it's really so. The question is really bring people together. Uh, more generic events. I think Eric Rory started it. Now it's a growing trend. I mean, five years ago, it wasn't around. Now there's more and more trainers out there and uh, more awareness of what network marketing does. And it may not be for everyone, but it's for it to be accepted that it is a viable and really great profession for someone who wants to have nothing to create something. And I think that's the exciting thing, teaching people you can create something out of nothing, right? Like yeah. you were in San, you know, the, the Silicon Valley, you basically had nothing, and now you have a global business of 23 people. And maybe an idea, and maybe you've been... 23 you, countries. Yeah, 23, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, 23 countries, right? So 23 <laughs> countries, 23 people times 20,000, okay? So it, it could be like you had an uh, idea from dim sum, and from that dim sum, now you have a business in Macau, right? Right. It's creating right. something out of nothing that is so exciting, you can't get that from anywhere else. So that's what, yeah, that's five years from that's our vision, and you see us doing more and more things. And thank you for leaders like you contributing, and uh, who see the value. I think that we're marking. My second belief is allows us to give back more. Like that's I'm right. giving back, you're giving back. You wrote your book. I mean, if, if you listeners out there, writing a book is like slave labor for the amount of hours that Megan put in there for the, whatever she's selling on Amazon. She's definitely it's not definitely not worth her time. But it's a way of giving back to the community and paying it forward. So, but anyway, this is about you. Let me throw it back. The next question is, uh, what is one habit that's helped you become successful? 
the the first thing I have to do is get up in the morning and exercise because otherwise it doesn't happen. So I get up in the morning and exercise, and then I um, I work on the action items that I've set from the night before. So uh, definitely every night I work on um, making sure I've got I've looked at my plan and I've got a set of things that absolutely have to get done the next day um, and then the things I want to get done the next day and so those two things keep me keep me focused the list from the night before exercise first in, thing in the morning and then everything will go smoothly mm, really good what's the best piece of advice you ever had the best piece of advice is you can't be everything to everybody so just be the best you can I think we get caught up in, in um, worrying about whether we've, we've been the best. Well, be the best that you can be, and that is the best. Don't try and be the best out there. Just be the best that you can be, and then you've done everything properly. I like that. Um, what's your favorite prospecting tool? So say you have a qualified prospect. Do you send them a sample? Do you send them a link to an online video? Do you do a Zoom? Do you do a you know, meet them for coffee, do a flip chart? What do you like to use? Uh, I, I definitely use product because I think that if you can get people to um, stay on your products on auto ship forever and ever, then you have an incredible business. So I am product-based and um, I have people that have been on auto ship with me from day one. And uh, so I just think that that's, that's an amazing statistic when you can have people on auto ship for 10, 12 years then um, you've done something right teaching about the product. And, you know, um, people might ebb and flow in how much activity they're putting into building their business. But if you've got a really, really solid base of people on your auto ship program, then you have a strong business. Do you have a favorite online resource like a Dropbox or Evernote or a favorite app on your phone that you could recommend? Um, yeah, well, I actually, um, I, I use YouTube. I think YouTube is just such a phenomenal resource and I, I find the, the, the video that's going to suit the individual. Um, but if it's, you know, if I'm sending it to a group, it will be about training and it's all about the video. What's one book you could recommend to ML Nation? So as you know, I started with Rich Dad, Poor Dad. So I think Rich Dad, Poor Dad is a great book to get people in the mindset of looking for more than what they're currently doing. And then after that, I think everybody should read Your First Year in Network Marketing. Absolutely. And ML Nation, I know you love audio because uh, you listen to the show. And if you haven't read it, you can get an amazing free audiobook at mlmnationbook.com. That is mlmnationbook.com. And Your First Year in Network Marketing by Mark Yourneau, that's one of the most recommended books on the show. Definitely must read. Yes. So, Megan, here's the last question, the million-dollar question. Are you ready? Yes. Here's the million-dollar question. You know what's coming. Imagine you had to start all over again, and you knew no one. So you didn't know your kids, your boys. Right. You know no one. You're kind of like an right. alien that went to another planet. But you, you had all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you do or the first place you go to find prospects and build an MLM business from scratch? Right. I would go straight to the library as I talked to you and join courses and groups there. I'd go to meetup groups, networking groups, and I'd also join a charity because, you know, people who are giving their time back to a charity often have um, businesses or, you know, they've had some level of success other places and that's why they've got time to give ta their time back to a community or back to a charity. So I meet the most incredible people when I'm helping out at our charities and I can't tell you how many people I've sponsored um, and who have become big leaders in my business through our charity connections. Um, and I think, you know, what a win-win. You know, you've got a solution for people if they want to um, earn more money to give back to charities, if they want more time, freedom. Uh, it's such a win-win. So definitely community groups, networking groups and charities. As we wrap up, any last words of advice? And then what's the best way our listeners can connect with you? Okay, last lot of advice. Guys, you, the faster you do it, the faster you get results. I can't tell you, don't waste time and get bogged down, just do it. Okay, so that's my piece of advice, just do it.
And then if you go to meganwolfenden.com, you'll get my blog and on there are all my contact details. And I focus a lot on goal setting articles and how to do more about goals. So there's a whole lot of generic um, network marketing information and blog information. And of course, I link back to MLM Nation. And uh, so, you know, it's, it's a little community there, but it's more for you to be able to just get some more ideas about goal setting. So that's my, that's my website. ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you've been hanging out with Megan Wolfenden. So keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.net and type in Megan, M-E-G-A-N, at the search bar. And the show notes and all the nuggets of wisdom that Megan talked about, including her link to her book, Extraordinary You, will be right there. In order to be successful in network marketing, you must help others. So Megan, thanks for being on Giver. Thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you, and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again, and God bless you. Thank you, Simon. You are awesome. Don't forget, if you want a major breakthrough in your business, then you must go to our training, No BS, No Hype, in the Gold Coast, Australia, in May 2017, or No BS, No Hype, USA, in Los Angeles, in February 2018. And right now, you can save up to $400 on an early bird ticket. Just go to mlnation.net forward slash events. Go register, and I look forward to seeing you there. ML Nation. Simon Chan, a great show from Megan Wolfenden. Make sure you connect with her. Go to mlnation.net. Go on the search bar. Just search for Megan, M-E-G-A-N, and connect with this fantastic lady. Get Megan Wolfenden. You can also get the link for her book, Extraordinary You. Great, great read. You can get it on Amazon. So a couple things. You know, I just love her favorite quote. Just do it, right? No excuses. Make it non-negotiable. And for example, there's plenty of people to talk to. People come up with excuses, or there's a lot of competition, or no one's interested. You know what? There are people like who live in small, tiny towns who can be six-figure, seven-figure earners. There are people who are out there, right? Don't fall into you know, the grass is greener mentality. A lot of times people, people think, oh, i got to go to a new city, a new market. You know, most of your neighbors out there who live on the street, don't even have heard of your opportunity. There's plenty of people to talk to. And if there's a lot of companies out there, network marketing companies, that's great because that means network marketing is good, right? If it wasn't a good profession, why would there be so many companies out there? There's got to be a lot of companies because it's an awesome profession. And you know what? Like a lot of people use children as an excuse, right? Use your children as a why, as a reason, and not as an excuse. You know, and the good, really good advice is during your downtimes. Sometimes, you know, whether you be kicked out of a house or you travel all the way and you meet a bad prospect, you talk about goats are eating the prospect. That's a great story. Goats are eating your samples. You know, sometimes you just got to laugh and know that but this is something that motivated me. I knew that one day I'll be on stage sharing that story, right? Sharing that story. And it's so important to have an accountability partner. Someone that's not your spouse, but someone could be cross-line or even another company. You know, it's kind of like I have one-on-one mentors as well that hold you accountable. That, you know, that it's not afraid to tell you the real deal because sometimes you're upline, they may not afraid to tell you the real deal or, you know, you're upline, sometimes just want to push you, push you because you want to do work, right? But it's to give you a pat in the back. It's, sometimes when we're down, we just need to vent. That is really important. And, you know, start small, right? Sometimes we feel, oh, we want to be that six-figure earner in two years, Start small. Just focus on earning. Maybe it could be $50 a week. Slowly build up to that, right? But promise them, you don't have the resources. You can always make up for it by working harder. Work harder. Talk to more people. And you speed up your income. And don't ever go into management mode. That's the danger. If you sponsor a couple of people, you go to management mode. But then what happens is your income plateaus and eventually will die down. Right, so never go into management. Always leading by example, prospecting, prospecting. And when you're in zone, you know what made her happiest when she was in the zone, and what got her in the zone was she recruiting and sponsoring. And that's what this business is about. Because every time you sponsor, you bring new blood, new energy into the business. So never fall into management mode. And I think one of the best advice was from the book, your first year in network marketing that Megan talked about was. You keep on recruiting until you hit your passive income goal. Unless you have a solid passive income, and don't be, you know, don't cheat yourself. Don't think, 
Um, you earn $100 a week, you have a passive income, you know, because people quit. Until you have a really deep, deep business where it could be 20, you know, 50% of your business still quits and you're still earning that income, that's why I call solid. That is when you can stop recruiting. Okay, and actually, by the way, for me to get my six-figure residual, that's actually what's happened. We have over, like, the last time I checked, over 20,000 repeat orders every month. Um, until you get that level really deep, I mean, of course, if you don't want six, you know, six-figure, you want a little bit less, you don't need to get there. And depending on your pay plan, it could be different. But until you hit your solid passive income goal, you always have to keep on recruiting, recruiting. Don't fall into management mode. you got to get into that zone. And I think um, you know, building international, she great advice was that you can find people in your local communities. And that's what Megan did. You know, her company's expanding into Asia, into China, you know, Macau. You know, she found went to local Chinese communities, found business people, and had them some with them, had lunch with them, right? And then would connect with them, bring one on, and then she trained them. And then later on, these people, because they're entrepreneur, they automatically bring the business to different countries. And she used a translator. She also uses WeChat, different tools to grow the business. And you know, I think the one thing that is uh, very inspiring was about her two boys, how her two boys are only 14 and 12, and they, understand, they know about goal setting, they know about work ethic, and they, they have, they're grateful, they have gratitude. And that is inspiring. And I think that's why I love network marketing because my three beliefs, number one, it helps us fulfill our unlimited potential. Number two, network marketing allows us to give back more. And number three, network marketing allows us, allows us to be better parents because you're always leading by example. It allows us to create that legacy, right? And I think that's what's so inspiring. I was very touched when she shared that. So great, great show. Um, you know, and also routines, right? Plan. Make a list of people to contact the night before and go work that list. Don't let anything distract you, right? And you don't need to be the best. Just be the best you can be. I think we all just focus on just being the best you can be. We would all do well, right? We all hit that. You know, it could be small goals. So even if you're earning like $50 a month, slowly build it up to 100 a month. Slowly build it up. That's what I did. Slowly had $100 a week. Slowly build it up, build it up, build it up. And, you know, it's... um. And the last thing is the million-dollar question. It's like, I love it when she talked about just joining charities because charities are people out there who give their time. They have time, and normally they have businesses. They're sharp people. They understand the importance of residual income, time freedom, and also they're doing more. They're just not sitting back and watching TV. They actually have a vision. They have a heart to give, right? And they actually have something that allows them to do that time to give back. Really great way to build your contact list from scratch. So awesome show from Megan. Make sure you connect with her. Just type in Megan at the search bar. And if you like the show, please subscribe, rate, and review, and give us a review on iTunes. It means a lot to not just us, but to the entire MLM community so people can find our show. So thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing and liking us on Facebook. I'm loud and proud to be in network marketing. Thank you, Megan, for the inspiring story about your two boys. Hey, I'm Simon Chan. Remember, win the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. 